Happy Monday morning to you, and welcome to the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a great start to your Monday and that you had a great weekend. Obviously, we are now past the 2021 NBA draft on Friday. We gave you multiple shows and opinions in regards to the Grizzlies draft, and now we're right, so we're starting right back at it with NBA free agency. But of course, while it may be a bit of a quiet week for the Grizzlies, and we'll get into why that is in just a second, what possibilities could be there to where they still could make some moves, even multiple moves, to try to continue to make this roster better, not only in the short term, but the long term as well. In the first segment of the show, we're going to talk about some roster decisions that were made over the weekend and what they mean. In the second segment, we're going to discuss what makes sense as far as this free agency um, stretch goes for the Grizzlies, kind of what their mentality, what their activity could be determined by. And in the third segment, we'll also look at some different names that could still make sense in potential trade action for this Grizzlies team and maybe a few just destinations where they could go. All that in today's episode. Of course, you can find the show at Locked on Grizz, myself at Stats SEC. You can find the podcast wherever it's available, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to the show, that's where we will be. If you're a new listener, welcome. Yes, the offseason is here, but so much to cover when it comes to the Grizzlies leading you into next season. And if you're a loyal listener, thanks for being along for the ride. It's been a lot of fun, so much more fun in the future and beyond when it comes to covering, covering this Grizzlies team. My name's Sean Coleman. I'm a credential media member of the Grizzlies, have been here now covering the Grizzlies for three years over at Grizzly Bear Blues, and obviously here at Locked on Grizzlies, your Grizzlies every day. So obviously, the 2021 draft has occurred. The Grizzlies drafted Ford out of Stanford, Zaire Williams, as well as Ford slash center slash playmaker, Santi Aldama out of Loyola, Maryland. And we will have a few folks on later this week to discuss those draft picks a bit in depth, getting to know better both Aldama as well as Williams. But now let's set the stage for the rest of the offseason. And the Grizzlies continue to shape up their roster with some expected yet still significant moves when it came to this past weekend. Three moves were announced when it came to the Grizzlies. Well, at least two were announced. Three were completed, one without being announced. But the major one, obviously, of course, was the Grizzlies declining the team option on Justice Winslow. Obviously, that was made clear a week ago when the Grizzlies made the trade for Eric Bledsoe and Steven Adams, taking on a lot of salary into their cap space for the 2021-2022 NBA calendar year. Now, that trade itself, and we'll cover this a bit more in just a second, that trade itself won't go into effect until August 6th when the new calendar year comes to play. But with that being said... To make that happen, the Grizzlies declined the option on Justice Winslow. Now, via an exception, or if they were to create cap space down the road with a trade or whatever it may be, could there be an idea? Could there be a chance that the Grizzlies bring Justice Winslow back? Sure, but is it likely? I don't think so. It seems less likely because the Grizzlies don't have money to spend and they don't have roster spaces to fill at this time. And as I'll mention in a later, a little bit later on, they may not be active right off the bat when it comes to making a move in the first few days of free agency. So the Justice Winslow era, it appears, has certainly come to an end. At least it has right now. And it's unfortunate. It was a move that the Grizzlies made in the hopes of potentially 
buying low on a significant talent that they felt right off the bat could certainly be a significant part of the future, but injuries and ineffectiveness, especially offensively, just did not allow for Winslow to be able to make the most of his opportunity here. I do feel that either for the Grizzlies or especially for a contending team, we talk a lot and we've heard a lot of talk this whole season about contending teams needing to find depth when it came to wing defenders. As a matter of fact, when Justice Winslow D and DeAnthony Melton were healthy from about uh, uh, February 20th till about April 26th, or excuse me, March 26th, basically through the month of March, when the Grizzlies were able to deploy Kyle Anderson, Dylan Brooks, DeAnthony Melton, and Justice Winslow on a regular basis, they were fourth in the NBA in defensive rating. They were able to take advantage of a, of a concept in the NBA that I think is continuing to be more important, which is throwing multiple wing defenders at the opposing offensive players, especially the primary scores, because it holds those scores off balance. And the Grizzlies did very well against some very effective scores in the month of March. So within a team concept, I think Justice Winslow certainly could still be valuable. He could be valuable, especially to a contender on a prove-it deal as a good chess piece when it comes to defense. And obviously, you hope the offense figures it out as well. And it's also fair to say that this was a miss by the Grizzlies' front office. It's the most clear miss that they made. They took an opportunity. They took a risk, took a chance. It did not work out. But thankfully, even though the addition to the roster in Winslow himself did not work out, the Grizzlies were still able to find a benefit from his cap space, take on Bledsoe and Adams, and obviously be able to improve their pick situation to go after targets that they did last Thursday. So in the end, certainly was not the most ideal time for Winslow here in Memphis. You certainly hope that health is on his side and he finds his way. He seems to be a great addition to any locker room culture and certainly will give it his all. Hopefully Winslow, whether it be here in Memphis or elsewhere, will be able to get his career back on track soon. The other news from this past weekend was obviously that Killian or that Jonte Porter was waived by the Grizzlies, a move that had always kind of been expected, especially if the Grizzlies were going to make some type of move in which they brought in money to bring in assets. You know, is Jonte on a crowded roster, Jonte Porter with a partial guarantee of his contract always seemed to be the likely option besides Winslow to waive to create a roster spot. Jonte Porter signed a three-year, $6 million deal last offseason. That included the last two years, including next year, being partial guarantees. The Grizzlies were coming up on the date in which they would have had to see that amount fully guaranteed, but instead, they pay out Jonte Porter $300,000, waiving the, it basically the, the... Otherwise, it would have committed $2 million to Porter, and they created the roster spot. Now, obviously... They also extended a qualifying offer to Killian Tilly, and it's going to be interesting to see what they do as far as Killian Tilly goes. I imagine the reason why the Grizzlies did that was so they at least have the right to match when it comes to Killian Tilly any offers that are made to them. I don't necessarily know if it automatically means that they're going to bring Killian Tilly back because I think that this Grizzlies team, they certainly know that they have Zaire Williams coming into the fold, and I think that they're also interested in seeing what's going to happen when it comes to Santi Aldama. Maybe he 
he's going to be a you know a drafting stash over in Europe. Perhaps he does come over this year. And with the fact that the Grizzlies obviously went with Aldama with the 30th pick in the first round, that probably puts a higher preference on him than Killian Tilly, just like Killian Tilly last year showed to be a higher preference than Jonte Porter. So just because the Grizzlies made a made a made Killian Tilly a restricted free agent I would imagine that was more of them just simply having the option to add him back to the roster once they see kind of how free agency as well as potential trades if any were to happen were to occur and if the roster spots were there they certainly would love would love bringing Killian Tilly back on a contract similar to what they paid Jonte Porter last year but you also could see Killian Tilly easily find his way elsewhere if this Grizzlies team winds up making moves they feel are going to be more valuable than bringing Killian Tilly back into the fold. So these three roster decisions have been made. Where does that leave this roster currently, and what does that mean for the, one of the more active times in the actual NBA when it comes to free agency? We see trades, unexpected trades, money-moving trades, signings, all these different things. Just how active will the Grizzlies be now that they've made the trade with the Pelicans and they already had a crowded roster? We'll break that down in just a second. Are you someone like me that wants to find ways to make your day healthier? You know, you want to maybe take the stairs instead of an elevator when you go to work, or maybe take a walk at lunch, maybe ride your bike for a small distance instead of riding in the car. Well, another way to do it is obviously with what you eat. And the thing is, is that for many of us, it's just eating healthier when it comes to snacks. Well, that includes Built Bar, because not only does Built Bar taste great and add health benefits, it's a boost to your day. It can give you an energy source to start off the morning with breakfast or an afternoon snack to make you to help you get through the day. And the great thing is, if you go to BuiltBar.com right now and you put in the promo code LOCK15, that's LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your next order of Built Bar. That's correct. 15% off your next order from Built Bar. And the great thing is, is that once you make Built Bar part of your day, I think it's going to be there to stay because of how great it tastes. You can go to BuiltBar.com right now, put in the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order from Built Bar. So obviously the free agency portion of the NBA season has started and we are going to see many teams make significant moves in order to boost their roster. And the thing that I, to boost their roster, and the thing that I'll say is this, it gets quite interesting in the Southwest Division because you've already had the Houston Rockets get an absolutely impressive haul through the NBA draft, but now you have the San Antonio Spurs, Dallas Mavericks, and New Orleans Pelicans, thanks to the Memphis Grizzlies, who all three have significant cap space and obviously are looking to fill that with some of the more marquee names that are out there in free agency. But the thing about it is this, is that while other teams certainly are going to be active and it's always going to be a heavy day of activity when it comes to transactions around the NBA, it's unlikely that you're going to see the Memphis Grizzlies be a part of that action at least at the start of it. And the reason why is this, is because now after the trade that sent Jonas Valanciunas to the Pelicans and brought Eric Bledsoe and Steven Adams back to the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies now have both a full roster and are projected to be over the cap, basically to where they just don't have the money right now to spend on free agency. But a couple of key things make it to where you could see the Grizzlies be active, but also maybe not at the very start of things. So obviously today is August the 2nd. The Grizzlies trade will be made official on August 6th, but 
In the meantime, you could see the trade expand out to be a three-team deal. And if Eric Bledsoe were to be able to be traded to another destination besides the Grizzlies, because it seems like indications are Bledsoe, and I don't think this is really an Andre Iguodala situation. I just think it's more of a situation where both the team with the Grizzlies and the player in Bledsoe realize that it makes more sense for him to go to a team that has you know more of a desire to win now. And there's some there are some teams out there who he certainly could be a boost to their roster. We'll discuss said a bit more in the third segment. But one thing that you could see is you could see a third team added with Bledsoe on the move to that third team and some type of return package coming to the Grizzlies. Now, you could see that, and I think there's a decent chance we will. But will we necessarily see it today or tomorrow? I can't say that with confidence because what's going to open up the market for a player like Eric Bledsoe is more marquee names finding landing spots when it comes to the point guard market. That includes Lonzo Ball, that includes Chris Paul's situation, Kyle Lowry, Mike Conley, and others. You know, you even could see Cameron Payne or, or you know, um, or Reggie Jackson, those type of players. If Patty Mills, the point guard market is likely going to be heavily figured out over the next day or two. And then after that, if a team or two were to miss out on the point guard they were hoping to add, that's when Eric Bledsoe could be on the move to that team. So that is what's basically going to determine how much activity or when activity is going to happen for the Memphis Grizzlies is when are teams going to come and look at the market of Eric Bledsoe if they were to miss out on probably more preferred options on that point guard market. And then in the trade of Eric Bledsoe, what happens because of that? Do the Grizzlies open up some cap space because they were able to trade him to a team that took him into cap space like the New York Knicks? Do they get a player or two back? Do they find out some way to get other assets? Who knows? It also could be interesting to see through this Eric Bledsoe trade, do the Grizzlies gain a player that they then will bring into the fold and trade a current player that's on their roster, like maybe a Tyus Jones or a Grayson Allen, who are two players who are on expiring contracts. You don't necessarily have a need for them long-term, so why not turn present value into future value, kind of like you did with Jonas Valanciunas? So the Grizzlies still could make multiple moves this offseason. It's just more than likely going to be through trades and also is going to be determined by whatever market is out there for Eric Bledsoe. Because right now, when it comes to this Grizzlies roster, here's how it stands out. Obviously, you've got Jaw, you've got Jaron, you've got Dylan, Kyle, Tyus, and Grayson, Desmond, Brandon, Xavier Tillman, DeAnthony Melton, John Conchar, Stephen Adams, and Eric Bledsoe. You also, so that's 13 players right now that are on the Grizzlies roster with two other roster spots that have to be determined. You also have Zaire Williams, who's now into the fold. That makes 14. And then that 15th spot, is it going to be Santi Aldama because he's going to come over and play this year? Is, is he going to stay in Europe and it's going to be Killian Tilly? So right now you have 16 sensible options to fill 15 spots. And also, because of bringing in that money in the cap, you don't have an 
an obvious the obvious space to spend on free agents. So moves are going to have to be made. Not only that, consolidation moves may be made. Once you trade Bledsoe out, do you potentially see if there's another deal out there where you can combine a couple of salaries, maybe a Grayson and a Tyus, and bring in another guard, a more intriguing guard option that you want to bring into the fold through the year? That could be an option for the Grizzlies. Not saying that's going to happen, but I do think that some of the more interesting names out there that will have a market as fallback options for teams if they miss out on free agents, are the Grizzlies guards, Eric Bledsoe, Grayson Allen, and Tyus Jones in particular. And so that's basically how it comes to play, is that this Grizzlies team decided in the trade that brought back Stephen Adams and Eric Bledsoe, and I think Stephen Adams is a pretty good lock to stay on the Grizzlies for this season, the Grizzlies decided to go that route to improve their draft capital instead of playing the market this year and bringing in a talent that they thought would be intriguing through free agents. Agency. I think that if the Grizzlies are going to have any free agency activity, it's through them making multiple trades, you know, as this week goes along, and then perhaps trying to find a bargain for, for names that stay on the market longer. Maybe they can find a buy-low option on a prove-it deal. Maybe that could be bringing Justice Winslow back into the fold. I do think that the Grizzlies could, there are ways where the Grizzlies could make a free agency move, but it's going to be several days into free agency, and it's going to be the result of trades that are likely going to occur at the very least one trade in which Eric Bledsoe is moved on from from this roster. I think that Eric Bledsoe certainly could make an impact on this roster, especially with what Taylor Jenkins has been able to do with players like Bledsoe. You see what uh, Taylor Jenkins has done for pro player profiles like DeAnthony Melton, like Kyle Anderson, like Dylan Brooks, improving the shooting ability of all three of those players. I think that, that uh, Taylor Jenkins could certainly improve the overall stock of Eric Bledsoe, but it does seem that going into next year, Eric Bledsoe will be on a different team, and it'll come from the New Orleans-Memphis trade being expanded to a three-team trade. And once the details are ironed out with that, we don't have to wait till the 6th, but once the details are ironed out from that, that will be the first domino to fall to see what the Grizzlies may do. Do they make another trade with a with an expiring veteran contract? That they look to bring Tilly back? Will Adama stay in in Europe, or will he come over and fill a roster spot as well? All those things are to be determined. But the first domino to fall is certainly what will happen with Eric Bledsoe. But with that in mind, what exactly could happen with Eric Bledsoe? Where could he possibly go? Coming up, I'm going to look at a few destinations that could make sense in terms of Eric Bledsoe when it comes to landing spots and why it could be beneficial for both the team that acquires Bledsoe as well as the Grizzlies with the return. The month of July was special in terms of all the activity that was going on. So many significant events in so many different sports. Well, now it's August. And while July may not be as busy as July was, there is full anticipation because of what's on the horizon. Obviously, we're in the stretch run of the baseball season. You've got the NBA and landing spots for free agents, as well as new stuff to bet on when it comes to future NHL and NBA seasons. And of course, next month starts up both the college football and NFL seasons. But if wagering and betting is what you enjoy about sports, the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all your sports action is through betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. 
before the next pitch, head on over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. You can even go and sign up today and use the promo code Locked On and receive your 50% welcome bonus. That's the promo code Locked On and receive a 50% welcome bonus to be able to get your in on the action with a bit of incentive. BetOnline, your online sportsbooks experts. Visit, visit BetOnline.ag today. On tomorrow's episode of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. So obviously we know free agency is here, but that's not the only exciting thing about this week. This week also starts on Tuesday evening, the the Grizzlies Summer League. The last time the Grizzlies played in a summer league, it was 2019. And due to the heroics of Brandon Clark, the Grizzlies actually won the Summer League Championship. This time around, they'll be starting out in Salt Lake City before they head on to Vegas. And they've got some exciting names to play on the roster. And in time, that will include 10th overall picked Zaire Williams. So while he won't be playing on Tuesday, there will still be plenty of names to watch. And we'll welcome from Grizzly Bear Blues, Brandon Abraham, who has joined us before to talk about the hustle as well as Summer League action. He will be joining us for tomorrow's episode to discuss the Summer League forecast when it comes to the Memphis Grizzlies. So obviously when it comes to the Grizzlies and what type of activity we may see from them this free agency season, it's going to be similar to what we saw from them during the 2020 free agency season. Not a lot of external activity going on. You're going like, you know, last year we saw them sign their own players when it came to John Conchar, DeAnthony Melton, and Jonte Porter. Well, this time around, the Grizzlies already have, theoretically right now, 13 players under contract, and that will be a 14th and potentially 15th player when it comes to Zaire Williams and Santi Aldama. So, if it all hinges on what may happen with Eric Bledsoe, here really are the options. The thing about it is this. You don't have a lot of teams that have cap space, but you do have a lot of potential teams that have point guard needs. The thing about it is this, is that for the Grizzlies, since not many teams have cap space, they could have a fallback trade option in Eric Bledsoe, especially for probably a contending team that could use a veteran presence in their backcourt. The issue is, though, is that there's plenty of free agency options that are out there. You've got Kyle Lowry, who we likely will see head to possibly Miami for, uh, you know, amongst other places. You've got Mike Conley, Chris Paul, Spencer Didwinney, Lonzo Ball. There's many different names that could be on the move. We've already seen a couple of point guard trades, including Ricky Rubio, go to Cleveland. So the thing about it is this, is that it's going to be very interesting to see how the dominoes fall when it comes to this free agency season. Well, a couple of places that could theoretically make sense in terms of the Grizzlies trading Eric Bledsoe stem from the fact that while Bledsoe's contract itself right now is less than desirable, he certainly is not worth the $18.9 million he's owed this year. But next year, he can easily be bought out for just under $4 million. And what could attract teams to want to pick up Bledsoe is the fact that they may have a player or two that the Grizzlies would want to bring into the fold, but would be on a longer-term contract at Bledsoe. So the team that Bledsoe is traded to, that team may trade a more talented player to the Grizzlies, but because 
that other team then takes on the Bledsoe contract and does not take on as long as a commitment as the, t- as the player that they traded, that may be worth the move. For instance, one of the more common discussions that has been out there when it comes to the Grizzlies once they made the Adams and Bledsoe trade is could they eventually be a landing spot for Buddy Heald? And theoretically, yes. I've talked about it. Keith Parrish over at Fast Break Breakfast has talked about it. Chris Harrington has talked about it. Matt Herdlicka has talked about it. Some of the more knowledgeable names that are out there when it comes to those that cover the Grizzlies, nearly all of them have hit on the idea of trading for Buddy Heald since more than a year ago it was made clear that it was not a favorable situation for Heald in Sacramento. And the thing about it is this, is that I honestly think that in terms of what the Grizzlies need from a singular player and what Buddy Heald can offer, it's not that bad of a matchup. Especially with what Taylor Jenkins can do with shooters, I really do think if the Grizzlies were to find some way to trade Eric Bledsoe to the Kings to take on Buddy Heald's contract... Taylor Jenkins could work with Buddy Heald to truly make him an impactful shooter because it's not just Heald's ability to shoot the three, it's the fact that he has consistently been one of the more frequent shooters off the bounce. Heald is very, very good at creating his own shot and one of the teams with the with the biggest need in that area in the NBA is the Memphis Grizzlies. So Buddy Heald's skill set certainly can need a, meet a huge need for this Grizzlies team. The only problem is, is that he's owed three years and nearly 65 to $70 million going into the future. Do the Grizzlies want to trade off Bledsoe and bring on Heald, and then basically between Adams and Heald, they basically have taken up their cap space for next year, taken them out of the free agency market for a second straight year to where really the only way they have the ability to upgrade the roster is through a trade. Now, that may have been the case all along. It's more than likely the Grizzlies were all along going to have to make a trade to bring in that one big trade, that truly significant talent to pair with Jaw and Jaren. So they may be okay with doing it. But the thing about it is, is that trading Bledsoe for Heald, it's not Heald's talent. I certainly think he could be brought into the fold and certainly could be a productive player in Taylor Jenkins' system. But the defensive combination of Jaw and Heald certainly is not ideal. And also, obviously, the long-term commitment that you would have to make to Heald on the Grizzlies roster could make that not necessarily be the best case for a trade. One trade that I do think makes sense is being able to trade Bledsoe to the New York Knicks. And the reason why that is is because even if the Knicks were to find a contract that they liked on the free agent market this year, they still have more than enough room to take on Bledsoe's contract. It likely is going to hinge on the fact of what they do with Derrick Rose. I do think Derrick Rose likely winds up back in New York, but if he doesn't, Bledsoe is certainly the type of player profile that fits what Coach Tom Thibodeau is looking for in New York. And if the Grizzlies were to trade Bledsoe to New York, maybe they could get back an, an unfavorable um, a player on New York like a Kevin Knox. I threw out the idea of a Bledsoe for Knox trade. Maybe the Grizzlies could do that. 
that could be something that could certainly work as well. So New York could be a place to watch for with the Grizzlies taking back a, a player who certainly is not an asset, but would be kind of another expiring talent on a rookie deal. That's a deal that could make sense. I know some others out who who had talked about, you know, the Wizards possibly being a place where Buddy Heald could land. Though the Wizards are rumored to be trying to work out something to where they can land Spencer Dinwiddie, you could see Possibly, buddy, he'll be in traded there. We know that Davis Bertans is a contract that the Wizards have made known that they are willing to trade, but it's kind of like the same thing when it comes to the Buddy Heald contract. Do the Grizzlies really want to take on? We know they need three-point shooting, but do they want to take on that big of a long-term commitment that basically takes cap space out of the equation for them for a second straight year? I feel that with how important... Cap space is to the Grizzlies' creativity with what they like to do. I do feel that they probably are going to be reluctant to try to trade Bledsoe for a talent that they take on where they owe that talent 15 to 20 million multiple years in the future. I truly feel if the Grizzlies would have wanted would have wanted healed, they already would have made the move to do it, especially during this past draft. So it'll be interesting to see, and at the end of the day, if we just wind up seeing several of these teams find other options to be able to take care of their point guard needs, you may just see Bledsoe either be bought out, waived, whatever it may be, and the Grizzlies just basically, um, you know, basically bite the bullet and then allow for Bledsoe to move on to find another team and the Grizzlies just pay his salary. You certainly don't want that to be the case, but at the end of the day, that may be an option. I don't really think this is going to turn into an Andre Iguodala type situation. I don't think that the Grizzlies intend for it to play out like that. I think that a market could eventually play out for Eric Bledsoe. It's just going to be a bit of time because it's going to be based off other preferred options finding landing spots first. And then, of course, if Bledsoe were to find a spot, as I mentioned in the second segment of the show, it'll be really interesting to see what doors that could open for other trades if the Grizzlies perhaps wanted to use Tyus Jones or Grayson Allen, move on from them as well. I do think that one thing the Grizzlies are looking at in any of these trades is potentially seeing if they could get an upgrade from Tyus Jones as a ball handler, as a secondary ball handler, someone that could offer something outside of being a point guard who could be a shooter somewhat, whatever it may be. I think at the end of the day, that's what they're looking for in any type of return, but you're likely not going to get anything significant for Eric Bledsoe going forward. So he's going to be the main name to look at. Eric Bledsoe likely is going to define the week when it comes to this Grizzlies team, but that's not the only thing that's going on. We've got Summer League action starting, and tomorrow on tomorrow's show, I'll welcome from Grizzly Bear Blues, Memphis Hustle expert, as well as all things when it comes to Summer League, and obviously the Grizzlies players outside of those on the main roster, his name is Brandon Abraham. We'll be glad to bring him in and talk with him about all things Memphis Hustle and the Summer League coming up this season. You can find the show at Locked on Grizz, myself at StatsSAC, the podcast wherever it's available. My name is Sean Coleman. It's a pleasure to be with you once again. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Locked on Grizzlies podcast.